Hello, we're back here. I'm talking today with Leo Lo, my colleague who's based in Beijing again. Leo, you wrote a really brief article on our blog a couple weeks ago titled, Do More Cameras Mean Better Results? And I hope to talk to you about that briefly today and uh, maybe we can uh, sure. help, help with some people that are planning to design a new facility. So this is a known, you know, if we brief this a little bit, it's a known issue that when a guard or a security professional is simply staring at a wall of uh, screens or even, even a single screen that it's not very effective. However, there still is, um, uh, you still see a lot of uh, companies or organizations or even governments installing more and more and more cameras. And um, so is that, is that better? Does that actually achieve better security? That's an interesting question. I don't think so. I don't think so. Unfortunately, it becomes a default setting, right? So when you think of a security operations center, the default setting is, okay, you have a couple of big desks and people sitting in front of uh, PC monitors, and there is a big monitoring wall uh, with a couple hundreds of videos on the wall showing each corner of the facility. So that becomes a default setting. Uh, but my argument is, yes, uh, people realize you are sitting in an SOC uh, security operations center when you see that picture. But actually, how effective is the screen wall and how many times uh, can the guard officer really monitor effectively for those pictures? Right. I think there's a question mark there. Okay, so let's think about what's actually needed, right? And this is important. For example, in our company, if we're designing a system for a, for a customer or if a customer is designing a system for themselves, what do they need and where should they be spending money? Because simply spending more money does not necessarily mean there'll be better, there'll be better security or better results. So that's, that's a, that's a, this impacts the bottom line. So therefore, it's important. So that, but that's a question here. Is the purpose of cameras to monitor? I don't think so. I think the purpose of the camera is to record, is to detect, but I, I also need to have some response and reactions. When you see something happen, when you, it becomes only effective only when you really have some actions towarding those, those uh, uh, video detections. Otherwise, it doesn't mean too much. Right. So where in the past, it was really done for monitoring, right? So a guard would actually uh, look for something. And then you started seeing what's sort of called like event-based pop-up window. There would be some sort of an alarm and there, the, the video would pop up and a, and a guard assuming would react to that. And today, right. and, oh, sorry, and also it's going to be used for obviously for um, um, uh, investigation purposes, right? Which uh, right. sort of after the fact. However, today you're also... Uh, video is also used as a sort of an alarm input itself through video analytics. Uh, so, for example, instead of having you know, infrared beams on a perimeter um, fence, you use video today, which is, which is better and, and, and more useful. So it's also used for that. So all in all, video is less for actually physically monitoring real time, but um, reacting to events right, and right. recording those events. And so, so in that thinking, I, I will say that actually the bottleneck is no longer the camera's numbers, how many cameras do you have, or the hard disk space, or the bandwidth. Those are 
before again the bottlenecks but nowadays with technologies getting better and better and you have stronger and stronger machines and connections i think the real bottleneck to a soc operation is actually the the guard officer the the people who is watching those events again like a, back to to your word who is reacting who is going to react to to alarm so maybe have sort of a lower quantity of personnel in the SOC, but a higher quality of personnel? Yeah, but, uh, but, uh, but uh, we're putting another example. Um, like when you have uh, 100 cameras sending videos, alarms to the SOC, and you have three officers to watch those, so each one can process around 30 plus channels. So they can really have time and they really can have the, the uh, ability to really handle those. But nowadays, again, we don't have trouble with more cameras. More cameras always bring in more alarms, more information, we say it's good. But if you still have three officers watching 300 cameras, or sometimes 500, sometimes a thousand cameras, and they still need to process that, they still need to react one by one from those alarms, from those videos. And you can see actually, even they are the same good people, but still, the attention you can allocate to each channel will be a lot smaller. Therefore, maybe people just spend uh, so many time, so much time doing that the, the works that repeating, but no contribution to the final result. So that's that's one angle, right? Like each channel attention per channel goes lower. Another one, like you mentioned, that pretty much also forces us to engage higher quality people because we have so many cameras to handle. And there's so many new technologies and so many different systems are sending alarms back to the SOC. Mm. So that requires the whoever operate the personnel, personnel who operate the system, those need to have, those people need to have higher quality. Right. But so, unfortunately, mm -hmm. the, one last point, unfortunately, the SOC uh, guard officers, the turnover rate is very high. And we know that after 20 years of learning, uh, from the industry. Barely you can have high quality people stay long enough, can really stay focused on your 500 cameras. So it's less about the quantity of cameras, it's more about the number of sort of alarm inputs or event inputs that, that come back to the SOC, how they're prioritized and, and, and what, what reaction they require. So I would argue that you possibly need a smarter design around to prioritize what really is important and that requires action for people. And what we're seeing in industry is more sort of some companies are developing specialized software for this purpose, right? That, that will tell the guard what exactly to do. So they don't actually need to think too much themselves, which is unfortunate because we, we obviously suggest to customers to simply hire better quality people and better train them. But that's, so we're seeing a, a, an industry has developed this type of software for how to, how to manage events. You are totally right. It's less about quantity, more about quality, not only people, also the information, right? When you have uh, so many data flowing into uh, the SOC, those are just data, but you want quality data, which we actually call the information. So a software or a smart setting and, or design of the priorities will help the guard officers only see the quality information and right. engage to that situation and let go of a lot of uh, regular or actually uh, we, we, we have actually have a term terminology for this remember it called faulty alarm 
so so many times right 40 alarms so for so many times the system generates a lot of alarms actually are not real it's just because of the setting or because of one event say okay maybe the tree leaves are waves stronger than before just because of there's a strong wind but the triggers are alarm and the security officer need to handle it they somehow need to open that handle it i have a question so who is actually designing this? I know that most integrators will simply design a basic, so basic functions, but how many service providers are actually going in and designing all these events and all these alarms down to in a smart way? Is this burden on the customer to do uh, to, and, and how they manage their system? Or how, how is this being managed currently in the market? Well, a lot of times uh, the Aside the integrator, whoever installed the cameras, we will just make sure, okay, I put a camera to the position you want me to put, and I pull the video back, and I show that on the screen. My work finished. Then actually the, the setting part, the portizing part, are not happening. So you have a camera watching that error and recording full time, and right. again, anything can trigger the alarm from, from that picture, from that video. So, so many times it really got left to the client themselves, whoever designed their SOP, security operation procedure, whoever has their security policy saying, okay, in this area, I want to pay attention to these three things and ignore all other things. So only them can really, from time to time, we find it's very sad, actually, that the client need to sit there for, for days to set up those events. But how, how many actually are doing that, though? Leo? I mean, the largest companies, like the Amazons, the Microsofts of the world, I'm sure they have that set up. But the middle-sized companies, number one, how many have the knowledge to do that? Are the resources to do that? And actually, simply actually do that? Because I would argue that most are not doing that, and they're not getting their full money's worth for the system. No, they're not doing that. And, and because of the design, the setting was not set properly. Whoever handled the system end up like, again, being a person watching the videos and don't know what to do, don't know what is going on. So what to so do? The What's the solution for this? Solution, I, I will say like whoever provide the service, either the SOC operations or the SOC monitoring, or actually the SOC setting up, need to understand why there's a camera needed in that location and need to What's really the purpose, know the, client, the purpose, the client's business, what is the, their nature, or the, the purpose of why they put a camera here. Are they just watch, want to watch the, the production flows or they, they want to watch a person get into a certain doors or mm-hmm. a special event happen to this, uh, thinking in the airport, if some, someone running too fast, uh, way more faster than they should, it means something happens. So the more you understand the client's business, the, the more you can know their purpose of putting the camera there. Okay, and so it will help you to either customers that. are going to have to do this themselves and spend the time on learning how to do that, or work with SIs that have the ability to do that, or hire consultant companies that can do that. I know there are several out there. I know I know we have helped some of our customers with something similar. However, there, there are multiple consultants out there and you can simply meet with different consultants and find the one that fits your philosophy the best and gives you a good deal and work this out. Because ultimately, by better managing your systems, better managing the input from the systems, the better security you can get with the lower investment. And that's the key issue here. 
and engage the latest technology, I think uh, more and more systems has the ability to define what is regular alarm, what is a real alarm. And they even have the ability to identify numbers, colors, shapes, speed. So engage those technology and use them, set them smartly, and use that to reduce the workload of the, the guard officer. Without system. a doubt, the um, video analytics and so-called um, AI is getting better and better and cheaper and cheaper. So all customers, all sizes should take full advantage of this. And again, if you're not, ask your integrator, ask your service provider about this and see what they could do to help. So, Leo, you know, we're also seeing on the government side, you know, obviously governments are spending, you know, I'm here in Shanghai, you're in Beijing, and we know in China, at least, they're spending millions and millions and millions of dollars installing millions and millions of cameras with the sure. highest possible AI. And we know that, you know, if, if somebody's wanted, somebody's on the blacklist, no matter they show up on any camera anywhere, they're gonna, it's going to flag uh, somebody and they're going to get caught right away. So we think this trend will continue. There'll simply be more cameras around. In the corporate world, obviously, uh, we don't suggest our customers to install cameras where they're not needed. But as cameras get cheaper, there will be more and more. And again, it's about how to manage that. And manage your system, manage your your security as a whole, and systems just being one component of that is really the key point here. And uh, we hope to... um, uh, recommend to our customers to just be a bit more smart about this, not just throw cameras everywhere without any purpose. I agree. I think the it's really not about number. We don't have issues that if there's a need to put a camera in a certain place, put a camera in that place. But when you do that, keep in mind of the purpose of the operations, that of the objective, and why you put a camera here. And so that need to become a result somehow work with your SI, work with your operators, work with your designer to make sure the purpose of this cam- camera really happen on the end. Anything about um, improving security through better architecture? Yeah, I think um, a lot of, uh, there are a lot of uh, licenses in the school and uh, actually a lot of courses are given about combine the best design of architect to your security. Say, for example, in um, a situation of a shopping mall, like uh, usually the, the, the shuttle bus place, actually they, they, a lot of people are there, but people, you turn to use big posters or use the, a poster wall to, to block those areas. So, so actually you lost the visibility when, peop, when, the, when there is so many walls around the, the bus stand. So that will be the moment, as an example, like actually you reduce the bigger posts, the walls, but then you gain the visibility of who is standing there waiting. Usually a lot of, uh, actually a lot of uh, security issues happens in that area. Mm. So that's an example, like uh, you need to combine the two thinkings, right? Like other than putting 10 cameras facing out, looking at each corner of the bus stand, if you can just simply reduce the blocking area, and give the full visibility for other people to see into that location that automatically will reduce the security risks in that area. Okay, great. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we complete this? Uh, Well, uh, again, I I think so far the bottleneck is on the human being part, whoever processing those data. So whatever you can do by smarter design, by better technology, uh, by uh, combining the, uh, the architect uh, to your security. 
whatever you can do to reduce the guard officer's workload, that will help the, the final result and make things more effective. Okay, it sounds great. Okay, well, look, thank you again. And um, I hope to, I look forward to talking to you again soon. Sure, Ryan. Thank you.